It's longer time. Yay! Yay. Lager Time, Poems, Stories and Thoughts, by me, Paul Cree. Who else? One, two, one, two. Greetings, bonjour, what's happening? Basking in the sun, melting in the shade, it's all got a bit blazing, mate. I'm at home today in sunny Maidstone. Don't know what it is about the current bun coming out. It can seemingly bring out both the best and worst in people. Seen a few sun-soaked punch-ups in my time, heard a fair few domestics, and in my younger years, it always seemed the prime time to get robbed. Veering on the mostly good though, I guess it makes people slow down and enjoy the finer things. I like a good afternoon cup of tea when it's hot. Seems counterintuitive, but it's strangely satisfying. Polished a lovely pint of San Miguel last night at Victoria Station after a long day of workshops, which is fitting considering the poem that follows this. It's taken from a nice little moment back in the early 2000s when I worked at Gatwick Airport. With poems or the sort of poems I try and write, for me, it's just about capturing small moments. I liken it to a postcard. On one side, you've got the picture of the beach, capturing the moment, which I treat as the poem. Then on the other side, you've got all the details of your lovely beach holiday. On Monday, we ate ice cream. On Tuesday, I fell over, etc. Which for me is the story bit. There you go, Paul's very own definition of the difference between a poem and a story. Who cares? Answers on a postcard. See what I've done there. The piece I wanted to put up this week was both postcard picture and postcard detail, an amusing memory from secondary school that I've recently remembered about classroom chairs. Starting to put it together this week, looked at it today, and it's a confused mess of the two postcard sides. Not really sure what it is. In other words, it's crap. So it's back to the drawing board with that. So I had a butchers in the archives and pulled out this one. Pretty sure I've not put it up before. Hope you enjoy it. In case you were wondering, my birthday shenanigans last week were excellent. A few lagers were consumed along with some banging curry and some tasty drum and bass. Needless to say, I felt disgusting when I awoke the next day, the first day of the last day of my thirties. Wouldn't have it any other way, mate. The how-to blogs and videos always say you've got to put a call to action in if you want more traction. So here it goes. If you like what I'm doing, give it a subscribe and you can get me direct into your inboxes every week. Even though that strangely sounds very wrong. Just me? Alright. I'm looking into getting Lager Time hosted on other podcast platforms. I don't know what difference that will make to anyone, but you know. I'm also toying with doing some live streams. I have a bunch of these poems and some music as well. Not really gigging much these days. I'll miss it, so doing that might help me sharpen up a new repertoire about time as well. 
Have a lovely weekend. Peas and Taters. Lovely weekend. Paul. Peas lovely weekend. Paul. Peas lovely weekend. Paul. Premium Speed Ghost Train by me, Paul Cree. We were in the service lifts on the way down to Gatwick's underbelly, picking up a delivery stretching time as long as we could. Tom told me he'd gone shopping with his missus up to Oxford Street, took the Gatwick Express, flashed that staff pass and got that sexy 50% discount like I knew that was a thing. I never knew that was a thing. The Gatwick Express, Gatwick to London Victoria Direct, non-stop every 15 minutes. He went on the Gatwick Express, mate. In 21 years, I'd never once stepped foot on it. Maybe as a kid, I'd wondered what it was like. On occasion, as an adult, watched it bolt through Hawley, arm's length from the airport, fast up to London, whilst I waited for the stopper train. Imagining the premium passengers were all making wanker signs at us mugs, looking all forlorn on the platform awaiting the slow service. The price for speed made it out of reach, and out of reach became out of mind, and despite hearing and seeing this thing several times a day on a daily basis for only my whole life, I barely noticed it was there. Like a premium speed ghost train that was no longer scary, just another extra making up the numbers in the background. I gave Tom a nod like it was nothing. Meanwhile, in the back of my mind, I was a plus one at a dull wedding who's just realised it's a free bar. I designated my next day off as a trip to Oxford Street. I didn't even need anything. Come that Monday, I flashed that staff pass at the ticket office and watched that price drop on the till screen like a bad day at the stock exchange. Bopped down to platforms one and two. Didn't even wait 15 minutes. Hopped onto my waiting carriage, selected a spacious window seat and enjoyed the vibration on the glass as it bolted through at speed all the usual haunts like skipping the queue for the roller coaster, trying not to boast but couldn't help grinning. I wanted to tell someone, I'm on the Gatwick Express mate, making the most of that extra leg room, tourists wondering what on earth I was smiling about. In no time, Surrey became Croydon, and Croydon became London, Victoria. Got off thinking, that was sick. I can't wait to go home. Next day, back in the basement, pretending that the service lifts weren't working again, Tom goes, what did you do on your day off then? I broke the mould, mate. You what? he says. Nothing. It's longer time. Yay. Longer time. Poems, stories and thoughts. By me, Paul Cree. Who else?